Welcome to Education Matters, presented by the Public School Forum of North Carolina. I'm your host, Marianne Wolf. One thing that you may not realize is that many school districts across our state offer a variety of options within the public school system, ones that are high quality and scalable to other districts. Today, we'll hear about how North Carolina public schools offer many opportunities for students that are taking shape across our state and preparing our children to compete in a global workplace. We are pleased to be joined by Jake Henry, the Chief Academic Officer at Participate Learning. Jake, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Now, one of several strategies that our schools use to prepare students for a global workplace includes dual language programs. Can you tell us a little bit more about them and how they benefit North Carolina students? Dual language programs, uh, there's a couple different models that you can follow, but in general, what they do is they provide instruction to students, your normal curriculum that students would receive in any traditional uh, public school, but they provide that in two different languages, in Spanish and in English, if it's a Spanish uh, dual language school, Mandarin in English, if it's a Mandarin school or any other language that they might have. So students are learning the same content they would learn in a regular classroom. Uh, they're just learning it through another language. And because students at, at younger ages can absorb languages so much easier than, than we can at our age, um, they're learning language without even realizing they're learning it. It's really a gift for kids. That's wonderful. And I'm curious to hear just a little bit more about the learning outcomes for students in these dual language programs as compared with their peers. Um, what kind of outcomes do you see um, with these programs? It's not just the outcomes we see in North Carolina, but you know, dual language programs have been implemented now for a couple of decades. And so we have a lot of uh, data to look at and a lot of research has been done on them. And, and in general, students who are in dual language uh, programs are outperforming their peers who are not. And, and that's the same uh, in terms of performance on English literacy assessments, as well as the, the target language of, of the program, as well as um, academic content areas like math and science. Um, so in general, when it comes to the academic outcomes, students in dual language programs really are outperforming their peers. And we're seeing that here in North Carolina as well. And when we're thinking about these programs, Jake, can you just help us imagine, are we typically picturing elementary schools, middle school? Programs do start in kindergarten. And um, we, we do have programs within, with the schools that we work with where students could even start as late as um, halfway through first grade. Uh, but they do start in kindergarten. And the idea is that from the time they come to school, they're being immersed um, in the language of the program, in addition to receiving some, some instruction in English. Um, now, as students, as programs have matured over the years, students do feed into middle school. And so depending on what the district wants to do for middle school, there's several options. So typically in a dual language program in kindergarten, a minimum of 50% of your time of instruction should be in the language, the target language that, that the students wanna learn in addition to English. And sometimes when you get to middle school, the percentage of time that you spend, let's say in Spanish, if it's a Spanish program, is a little less than what you would see at the elementary level. But um, it's not necessary to have as much time in the language because students have really already built up a base. What you're really looking to do is to maintain that language and to advance in those grammar skills in middle school. And then in high school, students are actually prepared for really high level classes. So that's where you'll see students taking AP literature, AP language, even some international baccalaureate courses, as well as some districts that are working with community colleges for students in the high school years to be able to get um, interpretation certificates before they graduate. I wonder if you have some thoughts about the importance of public schools offering these choices to their communities. 
Yeah, what a lot of people don't realize is that there's a lot of choice within public education all throughout the state. Uh, counties that um, operate traditional public schools offer a lot of choice. Dual language is one of those options. Um, depending on the county that you're in, there are other options that uh, could be the arts, could be science and technology, uh, could be global studies. So there's a number of different options. Dual language is one of them. Um, I was happy as a parent to be able to exercise that choice for our family as well. And both of our boys went through a dual language program. Um, so there really is a lot more variety than I think people really realize. And all it takes is just looking into what your local district is offering in terms of different choices and options for your child and finding the one that's the best fit for your child. We're pretty fortunate in North Carolina to have these options. And I know we do have options like this across the state, um, and it seems that they continue to grow. What is that effect on kind of that larger scale, and what do you anticipate happening in the coming years? Currently, we work with partners in over 30 counties in North Carolina. Um, we work with partners in, in rural parts of the state, urban parts of the state, mid-range size districts. So you're, you're talking about a, a choice in dual language that's really for everybody. Um, wherever you're at in the state. And as we've seen these uh, programs have success, the popularity has grown and the evidence speaks for itself. When, when you see the outcome of students being able to read, write, speak at high levels in both languages, uh, more and more districts have an interest for it. So I anticipate that you'll see more programs, especially in, in the lane of dual language and global as we have more of a, of a global economy. Um, but also, as, as um, districts want to encourage innovation and they want to encourage choice for their students and really encourage students to take ownership of their own learning, I think you'll see more and more districts offering different pathways and choices for students to take um, in terms of specialty programs, both at the elementary, middle, and high school level. There is really a lot of variety at the high school level, too, throughout the state of North Carolina with a, a variety of different tracks that students can take in terms of what they want to focus on uh, career-wise at the high school level. That's great. And so if a district thinks about starting a dual language program or a school, you know, there's interest in the community, how do they get started? And then how do they sustain these efforts? Because I know it takes significant coordinated work to, to make this a reality. Yeah, it really does. Um, of, of course, uh, I think it, it helps to have a, a trusted partner that you can work with who's done this for several years and can help provide the guidance along the way. Uh, but you certainly need to help your community understand the benefits uh, of the program. And it's not, it's not a very difficult thing to, um, to convince the community of the need uh, as, as you can look at other districts who are doing this and, and see the benefits. Uh, you have to have an administration that believes in the program and is willing to hire high quality staff. And oftentimes that requires a partner too, uh, because one of the benefits of a dual language program is staffing it with international teachers because you don't want students just learning the language, but being exposed to different cultures from around the world uh, is a key benefit. So having staff that are native speakers from various parts of the Spanish speaking world, for example, uh, where the language is a little bit different and the culture is a little bit different, by the time the students matriculate through, they're being exposed to all of the, all those different nuances of culture um, is an added bonus. So having a trusted partner with uh, and helping to hire uh, great staff is important. Um, and then I think it's, it's really being responsive to the needs of your students and your community as your kids matriculate through and making sure that if there is uh, administrative turnover, that 
the idea of, of dual language education is embedded into how we do business as a district to the point where it doesn't matter um, if, if a principal moves on to a new role, that whoever comes in behind that principal is going to be equipped and ready to be able to lead the program. Um, typically, what we see, though, is that parents love the program so much that there's a lot of parent support for programs. And that in and of itself is a real sustaining factor because they often become the ones who recruit um, other okay. students to be in the program as well because they, they, they see the benefits in their children. Um, but there certainly are resource allocations that need to be thought about in terms of staffing and, and making sure that you have resources in both languages. But um, you know, you're gonna be buying those resources anyway as a district. And so now you're just finding them in, in the language of the program. So one of the things we think about a lot is just how important education is to our state in terms of work, workforce development and the economy. And I wonder if that's a connection that you typically make as I'm listening to you, I'm thinking there's a lot of deep connections there. There really are. Um, you know, when we think about what we want our students to be prepared for as they graduate um, from public education and, and go into the workforce, what we believe is you know, core academic content knowledge is very important. So our kids need to be able to read and write. They need to, they need to have the core skills of math, science, social studies, all those academic courses. But you know, that's not enough anymore. Uh, there's a variety of other skills and competencies that, that our students need to possess if they're gonna be able to, to thrive um, in our modern economy in a global market. And you know, it's, it's skills that are, are not soft skills. They're extremely important skills the ability to understand others and communicate with them well, the ability, the ability to see things from another's perspective so that you can know how to better work together to collaboratively solve problems. You know, the issues that our kids are graduating and walking into in the world are, are complex. And so if we're not making a, a sustained effort while they're students at, from, from kindergarten through 12th grade to build what we believe to be these global competencies, um, cross-cultural understanding, problem-solving, critical thinking. These are not just buzzwords. These are critical skills that kids must possess if they wanna be competitive and differentiate themselves from others as they graduate. So dual language programs are a part of that. Global programming is a part of that. And so I think that's where public educators need to be thinking about how do we expand beyond just the core academic content areas and build these other skills and competencies in our students. Well, thank you so much, Jake, for being here. I love your history and education and all the work you've done before. It shows through today too, as you're helping us better understand why dual language programs are so important as a choice for families in our schools. Thank you so much. It's been an honor to be here. Thank you so much. We'll be back after the break. Education Matters is brought to you each week in part by Town Bank, serving others, enriching lives. Welcome back to Education Matters. I'm so pleased to be joined today by two principals, Leanne Lampley, who is the principal of the International School at Gregory, which is a Spanish immersion magnet in Wilmington, North Carolina, and James Hopkins, the principal of Lakewood Elementary in Durham Public Schools. Welcome to both of you. Good morning. Thank you for having us. Lee and James, you're both principals of schools that have dual language programs. Can you tell us a little bit about how long you've been working in these environments and just describe what it's like to be in your schools? Leanne? Well, I have been in education for 23 years. Um, I have been a principal for many years and been in a dual language program for the past 10 years. 
um, started a program in Moore County Schools, a 90-10 model there. It's a public school as well. It was a, um, a dual a dual immersion school, but we ran a traditional track and the immersion track in the same school. Um, here in Wilmington, we are a K-8 um, dual language magnet school where we enroll students in kindergarten. And the idea is to keep them all the way through eighth grade, um, which is really nice. We do not have a very transient population. Um, we do not have an attendance zone. So our children can come to us from all over the county. We bus students from the beach to the battleship. That's what we say. Um, and we really tap into a lot of the diversity in our county, which is really nice. Um, we started the program. The program actually merged over from Forest Hills Elementary back in 2016. Um, and we have grown into our K-8 model as um, we've added a grade level each year until we were fully K-8. James, we'd love to hear about your experience in Durham. Yeah, absolutely. So this is my 19th year as an educator. Um, and uh, I think the beauty of our program is that this was a program that was initiated by our school community. We're a neighborhood school. Uh, we're not a magnet school, but uh, we serve 54% um, 50, of our students come from Spanish speaking homes. So that's the large majority of our, our school population. And it was our community that spoke. And they said that we, we want a dual immersion program. And two years later, we have a dual immersion program. And so we started our program three years ago and students are thriving. I mean, even through COVID, um, our program started, you know, when COVID began back in you know, March of 2020 and um, parents are still more interested in learning about how best to support their kid uh, with another language. So um, we're, we're excited, we're stoked, we're ready to, um, you know, make sure this becomes a part of the culture at Lakewood and, and in Durham. This is one of several strategies that can help prepare students for a global workplace, but we know it's much more than that. And so can you tell us how your programs benefit North Carolina students in the short term, but also long term, well beyond when they're with us in our schools? We have 13 international teachers in our building. Um, so just that in itself, our, our students are exposed to culture and just differences of people all over the world. And it's not something you can get anywhere. And so we see an, an understanding and an acceptance of our kids, um, just, just wanting to be more, um, not just global minded, but just acceptant. Uh, acceptance of other cultures and people and um, they start young and it's five years old um, they start learning about Costa Rica and they start learning about an area outside of Wilmington and so I just feel like that our students deserve that they deserve to know about cultures all over the world and be appreciative of those cultures and we see that happening in our building every day. As you've now are probably just starting to have your first students graduate from eighth grade, um, do you see them making different choices in high school and what they pursue? 
Well, I will tell you, our counties worked really hard to have an extension to our middle school program. And we have now offered heritage classes in our high schools. So our students are um, tapping into those resources. Um, we also, at the very beginning of our program, we offered Mandarin as a, another option for middle school. And so many of our students are pursuing you know, higher Mandarin courses in high school. And um, they also you know, are pursuing early college and those opportunities as well. And James, I'd love to hear, I know your program is relatively new, but what benefits are you already seeing um, for your students? Yeah, I, you know, like um, Leanne shared, the staff makeup is becoming a reflection of our school community. Right. Like I mentioned, we have a large uh, Spanish speaking population. And when you're able to recruit teachers um, from different cultures uh, that speak the language, um, the whole community wins. I'd also say that, you know, language in and of itself is a culture. So, you know, to, to have students uh, learning from a, you know, a teacher from Costa Rica, a teacher from Colombia, a teacher from from Spain. Um, they learn the different dialects, they learn the different nuances, and they learn the different uh, ways that the Spanish language have, has evolved throughout, throughout history. You know, if you look at the data, uh, you know, with students that are involved in the dual immersion program, right, and compared to their non-dual immersion counterparts, um, when you look at EOG scores, and it's not all about testing, right, but students that are involved in the dual immersion program tend to score higher. You know, that's because it's not just, you're not just learning vertically, you're learning vertically and horizontally. So you're learning English and Spanish. And so you're thinking differently, you're, you're processing differently, you're problem solving differently. And I think that's one of those things that, that really distinguishes dual immersion from any other, any other program that schools may be offering. Uh, I think long-term, you know, we're not there yet, but, um, our parents are super excited. You know, our parents are actually um, trying to pursue a middle school track from what I understand so that they're not just ending at fifth grade, that there's a, an opportunity for them to continue with this program uh, through, through eighth grade like uh, in Wilmington. And Leanne, I wonder, I know in your district, this does is a choice. Um, how important do you think that is in terms of being able to offer that in our traditional public schools? choice is important. Um, think about all the students here in our building who would not have these opportunities outside of this building. And to offer that choice, I mean, we've done a lot of recruiting. So we are very diverse. We are about, um, you know, a third Hispanic, a third African-American, a third Caucasian. Nice. And we've worked really hard for that. And just yeah. to know that that our parents really trust us mm. to have our children, have their children here in our buildings and to develop them. And the their parents are so supportive. Um, they chose to be here, which also adds that um, support to our school. We have a very large PTA, over 100 members there. Um, it's, just, it's just a wonderful place to be. And I think without the choice, we wouldn't have the diversity that we have. I know there are families that are really curious about options like this and think, man, this could be really good for our children. 
Um, but they might also be a little bit nervous. What advice do you have for families and how your students are supported when they take on a dual language immersion program? Yeah, I think they should be nervous, right? It, especially if they don't know anything about the benefits of the program. I mean, what's very normal is that parents wonder whether they should learn the language themselves so they can help the kid acquire the language at home. And the response is no. You know, you read to them in English at home so that they're developing that English, you know, th those English skills, and then let the Spanish teacher, let the immersion program immerse them into the culture and the world of, of Spanish. And so um, I would say that it's, it's very normal to be nervous. Um, I would also just say that asking questions is so critical. Um, you know, that one question you don't ask could be the difference between you um, you know, becoming more interested in their program or registering or applying for the program and, and just kind of writing it off. And so dual immersion is, is the way into the future. <laughs> um, you know, this was, it, it, it's difficult to put into words how important it is, especially for Durham families, because our, our, our Spanish speaking population is evolving. And so if you want to be a, a global, uh, thinker, educator, um, uh, then we would encourage parents to express more of an interest in that. Well, I love that you both are leading your schools, your long-term educators, so thank you for that, but also just for helping us get a better understanding of what this looks like and while dual language immersion programs are so important for our students here in North Carolina. So thank you for what you do every single day, and I hope I get to visit both your schools sometime soon. Yep. Love to have you. Love to have you, yep. <laughs> After the break, this week's final word. Did you know that North Carolina is a leader in global education? Our global commitments represent a unique statewide effort that was adopted by the Partnership for 21st Century Learning as a national framework for investing in the support and vision necessary to prepare our students for a global workforce. Students across our state are thriving in opportunities within our public schools, like the dual language immersion programs featured on today's show at the Gregory International School in Wilmington and Lakewood Elementary in Durham. The benefits for our students are numerous. As Jake Henry and James Hopkins mentioned, dual language learners outperform their peers in reading, including with better comprehension of languages and approaches to problem solving. A RAND study showed that dual language students outperform their peers in reading on state tests in fifth grade and eighth grade. Having a global curriculum gives local students the opportunity to grow in a whole new way through using language and culture and helps students become better citizens in this community and around the world. There are more than 170 dual language immersion programs available across North Carolina, teaching languages such as Cherokee, Chinese, French, German, Greek, Japanese, and Spanish. Learning about different perspectives and cultures enables a better understanding of the world around us and teaches empathy and social awareness, bringing people together. Dual language programs are just one of so many options available in our public schools. Many school districts offer students options in career and technical education, hands-on learning in STEM focused schools and curricula, specialized programs focused on music, dance, or visual arts, online learning through the North Carolina Virtual Academy and options to accelerate learning through early college high schools. And that's just to name a few. Districts across North Carolina can look to others 
like Cumberland County Schools, which publishes an online public school choice guide for families, along with Gaston County Schools and Guilford County Schools to see what the possibilities are and how we might scale up some of these options to ensure that students across the state have access to these enriching alternative options. Thank you for taking time with us to learn and think about education. That's all for today. Happy holidays, and we'll see you next year.